Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to yet another podcast and a new year for the Real Film Nerds Podcast as well. My name is Matt. I am your co-host, main host, hostess with the mostest. I know something. I'm one of the people that talks. And with me is the other people that talk. His name is Mysterious Mike Talent. How are you today, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm uh, excited about the new year. Can't believe it's 2022. Another year of lockdown and COVID and Omicroniousness. I don't know. I can't speak today. This is going to be a terrible podcast. So you might as well just turn it off now. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Mike, speaking of that, have you seen the South Park uh, COVIDs on Paramount Plus yet? The pandemic specials? I've seen the first one and I started the second one, but I haven't finished it. It's kind of weird for me, to be honest, because they're adults. They're not like the South Park kids, so it's kind of weird, but it's still pretty gosh darn on point and hilarious. Yeah, I really like the uh, the the pandemic special that they had, like... Um, a while back, that one was so perfect. Yeah, the one that was part of the actual season that was on TV. Uh, these yeah. are like movies, is what they consider these. And I don't even think they're called like the pandemic special. They're called like something else. They're called like COVID something. I don't know. It doesn't remember. It doesn't matter. I it it forced me to subscribe to Paramount Plus though because I love my South Park. So all right, we are not here to talk about South Park. We are here to talk about a movie particularly a movie that, in my opinion, really didn't need to be made. Mike, we are going to talk about The Matrix Resurrections, and they should have just left it dead. Mike, go ahead, give us the rundown. All right, Matt. So Matrix Resurrection is uh, directed by Lana Wachowski, written by Lana Wachowski, David Mitchell, uh, Alexander Haman, and uh, based on characters with Lily Wachowski. Uh, this movie is starring Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, Anu Abdul-Mateen II, which I, I, I think I messed it up again. This is the second movie he's been in and I messed it up. Jonathan uh, Groff, uh, Jessica Hinwick, Neil Patrick Harris, Jada Pinkett Smith, and... We return to a world of two realities, one everyday life, the other what lies behind it. To find out if the reality is a construct, to truly know himself, Mr. Anderson will have to choose to follow the white rabbit once more. All right, Mr. Talent, how was your journey down the rabbit hole following the white rabbit with the Matrix Resurrections? All right, man, I don't think I disliked it as much as you... Um, it's, it's not a great movie. It's really a rehash of the first movie, but different, but the same, but different, but the same. Um, except it's missing all the cool action. Like there's not as much cool action. I wholeheartedly concur, Michael. Like, and it tried to do some stuff that was a little different, like, (laughs) I feel like the movie was almost talking about itself in ways. It was weird. It's like, we got to do something cooler than bullet time. 
<laughs> it's like, I, I, I don't know. Um, but at the same point, I was kind of excited to go back into the Matrix. I really like the Matrix a lot. I wanted to see what this new take or, or, or interpretation of some things. And I was a little disappointed to see some of the, you know, uh, Morpheus and uh, in, in Smith, Agent Smith uh, characters replaced. I mean, it makes sense because it's kind of like a video game, but uh, I, I was I was a little disappointed. Mike, what what I think is we got half a movie. The first half of this movie, or maybe not even half, maybe a third. The first third of this film, I really, really enjoyed. I thought it was really cool. It was really on point. It made my mind kind of spin around on itself, much like the original Matrix did or the original Matrix trilogy. Uh, like you, I'm a huge fan of this franchise. It's absolutely wonderful. I love Keanu Reeves. Back in the day, I loved him today in this film, in this acting. He did great. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss, again, she did a wonderful job as well. I've never been a super huge fan of her as Trinity, but she's never done a bad job. I just don't know if she was the right pick for it. But she, I think she's done well. You know, This is her fourth time playing Trinity, and she did great. I don't like that uh, they brought back Morpheus and how they brought him back was kind of weird. Um, there are some things I do like. Uh, I didn't like the recasting of Smith. Uh, granted, I understand how they tried to explain it out because Hugo Weaving will never come back. He's done pretty much. But uh, still, it's just it it was not the same as the original trilogy. I liked where they were going. I wish they would have kept going with that first third the last two thirds were just boring, slow, just block. I, I just, I could live without that part of the movie. And I mean, this movie was long dude. And it felt long. It was long and it did feel long. It was just, I don't know. It just didn't have that, that same excitement. I mean, we already knew some of the stuff about the matrix. So it, I don't know. It just was a little, you're right. The first third, I was like really confused on what was happening and was like, oh no, what am I going to be able to understand this movie? But then, uh, you know, like it got going a little bit and it, it cleared, it straightened itself out, but maybe too much. And then just didn't have the action. It was just a lot of explaining about all the, like it was trying to basically explain why this was even a movie for most of the movie. Yeah, and they spent a long time doing it. And that's that's why I really like that first third is because it made me think. It made me question reality again. It made me do all these things. And then it just all of a sudden, guess what? It's just the original Matrix and we're just doing it again is what the second two-thirds turn into for me. Yeah, it it did pretty much turn into that. And, you know, there were some cool new advances. Like, I liked how they changed that it wasn't a phone anymore that you use. You have to use the mirrors. I thought that was kind of cool. But, I mean, there was there was just some things that were, were neat. It, it was cool to see Neil Patrick Harris in this. He 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 did a good job. I liked him. Just, just be careful, Mike. No spoilers yet. We're not there quite yet. But I will say that was one of my favorite castings. 
was, I guess, is probably in the trailer, as you could tell. Well, maybe I, I won't go this far. I'll just say this. Neil Patrick Harris as the analyst was fantastic. He did a very, very, very good job. I really enjoyed his character, and I loved how he portrayed him. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good, man. Um, well, I guess this one's tough not to talk about without spoiling something. Uh, but I mean, the special effects were awesome that, that were in it. It just, it wasn't, a, I don't know. It wasn't as exciting as, as the, the first one and, and the music and the first one really just built up and like this didn't have, uh, I, I don't know, just, just wasn't quite. I did like the end, Matt, without getting away anything. I liked how it ended uh, with a a uh, a song, uh, but it was a cover of a Rage Against the Machine song. I like that. I don't know. I didn't like it. I, I, I wish they would have just had another Rage song instead of a cover, but that that's my opinion. Okay. All right. That's fine, man. That's fine. All right. Um, well... Let's get us to the spoilers area. Um, Matt, what are you drinking uh, right now? Uh, well, Mike, thank you for asking, sir. I am drinking a Dos Equis Amber because I went to Total Wine here in Prescott because they keep sending me coupons in the mail. And so I went and I bought lots of delicious beers and dosaki's amber is a 12 pack i purchased mike what flavor of ipa are we starting 2022 out with okay matt it's a shocker not an ipa ipa it's a shocker it, like a shock top are you gonna give me a shocker wait what no 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 why why you always gotta make it all dirty man why you always gotta be all dirty i don't know what you're talking about mike the shocker's not dirty it's dirty in context if you think that way and if your mind went that way mike then that's you know I'm, I just was figuring you were going to shock me as in surprise. Ah, uh, yes. I, I am going to shock you by drinking a lager, a winter lager. A Sam Adams winter lager? No, no. It's just winter lager. It's Aldi's uh, winter lager. It's actually quite tasty. I was going to say, Mike, are you just getting to the point where you don't have any money and you're going to start having like Natty Ice and Natty Light and like the Beast and stuff like that? Oh, Natty Daddy all the way. <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. I love it. I, I like that as you keep procreating, your beer choices are quickly turning into your financial choices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Matt, I, I did want to start something new with the new year. Uh-oh. I want to have a segment where I read a dad joke. Oh, you want to do it now, or do you want to wait till the end of the podcast? No, no, I want to do it now. Right now, so everybody hears it. Okay, so, all right, Mike, what dad joke are you going to tell us today? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. <laughs> all right, Matt. Uh, how does a one-armed man tie his shoes? I don't know, Mike. How does a one-armed man tie his shoes? Single-handedly. Yep, that's definitely a dad joke. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a year, Mike. It's gonna be a year. Uh oh. Although 
I do know how many jokes are in that book since that was your Christmas gift from me. It's going to be a hell of a lot more than one year of jokes. That's for sure. If you do one a podcast, it's going to be a long time. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. I'm looking forward to this, Mike. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. So to continue with a tradition we started in our fourth or fifth podcast or sixth, something like that, we're in single digits still. Mike, how does the Matrix Resurrections relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, thanks for ma- asking, Matt. Uh, the Matrix Resurrections uh, cinematographer John Toll worked on this movie and on Iron Man 3 as a cinematographer. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, I have to say, the cinematography in here was good. I don't know if it was anything special. Neither was Iron Man 3, that's for sure. But, hey, he did his job. He did it well. I I, I like the opening, the very opening scene with the water reflection and the people coming towards it. I like that a lot. Right at right at the very beginning, you know, when they're the agents, the part that's like, wait, are they doing Matrix number one again? That part. So, all right, just to let people know, we are now in spoiler territory. So, just know if you don't want to have the Matrix number four spoiled, go ahead and turn it off because as we begin, it's just going to get worse on the spoilers. But that's one thing I thought I admired a little bit. And also was kind of annoyed by it at the same time. There was a lot of shots from the original trilogy that they redid in this movie. Now, the first couple were kind of cool. And then they just kept doing them over and over. And I was just like, we get it. We get it. You're hearkening back to the original trilogy. I mean, yeah, it's fan service. But my God, man, we just got done doing a movie. Literally the one before this. Our review before this was fan service as well. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, no way home episode number 252 go watch that if you want fan service and see how it's done right the fan service in this was only partially done right yeah you're right it 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 seemed a little weird like every once in a while it's okay to have kind of a similar shot but there were like a lot of shots that were the same like one that annoyed me kind of a lot was the uh helicopter with the bullets falling down i'm like no you don't do that one again that was awesome once don't do it again or okay the agent smith when he's fighting neo and he turns he does his agent thing when he's punching him in the in the sides or the stomach and his arms are moving shot exactly how they shot in the matrix i was just like it was cool in the matrix did you really need to do it again and it's not like a shot that made her break this movie it just it was kind of like, oh, look, okay, I know that from the Matrix, much like the helicopter bullet thing. Yeah, and there was like some bullet time reuse kind of stuff. It was okay, but um, I did like uh, kind of the new thing that they did in it. But, you know, it, it was only used a couple times with the like the super slow-mo, like, um. I don't know how you would say, like, what, what would you call that, Matt? Like, Are you talking about when NPH was uh, yeah. talking with Keanu as the bullet was heading towards Trinity? 
Yeah, what did what he, did he, he call called it? it? Like he called time it. altering. He didn't call it bullet time. He called it something else, but it was like like time didn't matter or something because he can control time now thanks to him and learning that secret from Neo or whatever. And so he could literally like stop or slow down everything and keep moving normally. So I think it was like a time variant control kind of thing, kind of almost like a dial, you know. Yeah, yeah, that was that was interesting. Uh, I thought that was kind of neat. I, I I like the concept in this movie of having some of the machines and what do they call them symbiotes <laughs> uh, working with him, uh, like in the replacement Zion. I forgot what it was called. Io. Oh yeah, Io. Um, I thought that was kind of a neat concept. That was different. I I didn't see that coming. Well, I like how they explained it too. I I didn't see it coming either. That's one of the things I did like about this movie is that the programs that are running around and the machines went to basically after the original trilogy basically had a civil war and were fighting it out over energy and all these other things. And some of them got their freedom from the rest of the group too. And so now you have machines that work with the humans and like the humans and hang out with the humans along with programs that are in the matrix that are doing the same thing. So how I kind of think about it, it's kind of like uh, the Oracle on like steroids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like it was interesting that you could free a program. That was an interesting concept. Right. So like, you know, how the Oracle worked with the humans and liked the humans and tried to advance everything to a certain cause where you had the architect, the other side that wasn't working, that was trying to control, much like the agents. And now you get programs doing that as well and machines. It just I thought that was really cool. I would have liked a little bit more of that. But to get into what I didn't like, Mike, uh, it, it was straight up the Matrix again, man. That whole first third where you, you question if Neo really experienced the Matrix or if he was just having a like memory break or he was going crazy or I love that. I love that whole thing. It made you question it again. Yeah, I thought it was really cool that he was like a designer of the game, the video game, the Matrix and it it was kind of a weird I mean it it worked out well cuz you know he's a programmer and all this. It, it it fit really well into his life, but you know, he was all messed up like He's like, was this the dream or what, what happened? Like, yeah, I, I I mean, I was questioning everything. The other thing too, that was nice is that it gave us a different setting at that point instead of being, okay. So I don't know if people know this, the original matrix city is what's known as mega city, but it's basically Chicago. In this one, the new matrix is San Francisco, which is awesome because being a video game programmer, that's totally where he would have been and so it gives us right there from the start a different landscape a different city a different place to be but it's still a big city right right so i don't know i mean there's a lot of interesting fun things in this movie and there's a lot of things that really just did not work out well like oh look niobe's still alive great and she's the general now and she some mysteriously lives longer than everyone else I mean, yeah, she looks old, but she's, I mean, if it really is 60 years later, she would be like 95 or 100. I mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
do, do you really want someone in their 90s running an entire human race? Matt, we're not supposed to bring up politics. How's that politics? Never mind, Matt. Continue on. Okay. All right, Mike. I will stop. I will stop. I will stop, Mike. But anyways, you, you see what I mean. You know, Jada Pinkett Smith makes her comeback. I think she just wanted to work again. You know, she's like, Will's doing it. I'm going to do it too. Well, I I don't know about that. But yeah, it was somewhat <laughs> like confusing. It's like, sure, okay. So like there's this one character who I didn't really remember too well from the other movies. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. I mean, that was fine. By then I, I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, I, I don't know. Like at first the movie was very intriguing and, and, and like you said, Matt, it kind of, it was kind of like we got, um, baited on a hook. Right. But, you know, before they really sink it into us, we took the bait and ran. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. We, so that, I think that's why I give it, I'm going to give it the rating I'm going to give it because, I really, truly, I enjoyed that first part. You know how Trinity doesn't even know who he is and it's just some chick he sees in a coffee shop. And, you know, the concept was really kind of interesting, fun and cool. And, you know, Neil Patrick Harris is his therapist. I mean, that was great. And I can say it now because we're in spoilers, but Neil Patrick Harris is the villain was absolutely wonderful. He makes a wonderful, wonderful villain, at least this style of villain in this movie. I would have loved to have seen him some more. He was a good villain, man. I thought he was great. Um, I love how the cat was named Deja Vu. Oh, dude, that was good. That's one of those fan services that makes sense that was really good. Like, really good. It was really good. I was like, oh, yeah, man, that really makes you question things. The cat is named Deja Vu. Um, yeah, no, it, it was great. Like, that that stuff was great. Um, uh, what, Matt, what did you think about, like, when they had some of the, the, the montage of the creative design things? <laughs> we need to make it kick-ass, like, bullet time we need to make a new bullet time and it just had like the same people saying the same things over and over i thought it was very funny in different ways yeah <laughs> well you know you and your career and what you do you could probably relate to a lot of that brainstorming that was going on <laughs> but the one that i liked from the discussion they were having was how <laughs> like they blatantly say it in the movie that it's it's another you know video game because they're making a sequel to the matrix video game in the movie and it's another video game that the uh their production house wants warner brothers they even name drop warner brothers wants and none of the rest of us want i mean that was pretty you know tongue-in-cheek right there yeah that was i i, I don't know man it was <laughs> I wanted it to be more, you know, we love this franchise, but it was just, eh, it was just okay. I, I agree. I wanted it to be a heck of a lot more. Uh, I, I would have loved to have seen Morpheus back, but that we weren't going to get that. That didn't make sense. So why bring him back at all? Uh, that's one, you know, one thing I did enjoy a lot as well was the Kung Fu fight scene in the dojo that's in the middle of a lake. Granted, it was kind of not a great fight scene, but it was so pretty. Well, that's true. It was pretty, but it wasn't that great of a fight scene. No, it was pretty boring because it was just Neo basically getting his ass beat. 
Yeah, uh, th- that one scene with uh, all the like weird vagrants or whatever they were called, that was odd. Oh, oh, where the Merovingian made appearance, an appearance? They were fighting in the warehouse? Y- yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I don't think they were vagrants, they were um, exiles. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, there are programs that were so they're supposed to be deleted but got escaped and are still existing, even though they even dropped the line that we thought all of the exiles were taken care of. And here's the Merovingian, which you can barely even tell it's him. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was, uh, I don't know. I guess that's, it was okay. It was just, it seemed like we didn't need that scene that much. But I guess that brought us Agent Smith. Well, how how about this, Mike? Um, what action scenes did you like? Did you like any? Uh-oh, he's thinking, folks. No, I, d- I don't know if I did really. I'm trying to think of any that were great. I- I'd say one scene that I liked, I don't know if it's really an action scene, but it was kind of more of a sequence, was the start at the end where they're walking through a ocean of people into the coffee shop to meet NPH. And he's just walking past all these agents and cops and stuff. That was pretty tense. Yeah. That, that was a cool scene. Uh, at least the beginning of it. Like, yeah, I guess that was the best fight scene right there. Yeah. And then there was, you know, that morphed into a fight scene sequence that kept going with, uh, the motorcycle and stuff. But again, it was not, I agree with you, Mike. It was not as big and dramatic and badass as even the third Matrix movie, which, in my opinion, is probably the worst of the trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think you were right. We had really high hopes for this film, and it, they were dashed. I mean, this film is not great. I, I, It did not need to be made. It really did not. It did not advance the story, really. It was nice to go back to the Matrix, but it just... It's, it's a money. It's a money grab. I'll say it. It's a freaking money grab from Warner Brothers. I don't. I don't disagree, man. I don't disagree. I. I, I wonder why it was made. Because you know it had to cost a lot of money. Like there's good special effects, and Keanu Reeves can't be cheap these days. And I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and the the effects were good. They were decent. There are redeeming parts of this movie, but as a whole. They should have left it alone with the trilogy. They really should have. It's, I don't know. I, I didn't, we didn't need this movie. And I don't recommend people to go see it in the theaters at all. I did see it in the theaters. Uh, I Mike, I'm sure you probably watched it on HBO Max because you were on the road visiting family for the holidays. Uh, I say if you have HBO Max, watch it there. Don't waste your money going to the theaters. Unless, go. you know what? Go to the theaters but watch a different movie. I watched a lot of movies over this holiday season. I'm not going to say you all of them, but I'll just throw one out right now that I would recommend over this is The King's Man. That movie was great. It was really a lot of fun. I would go see that instead of going and seeing this. Well, all right, Matt. I, I think we I think we're ready for our, our reels, Matt. So so what you got? Am I throwing enough shade, Mike? I'm trying to get it all yeah, out I there. Th- <laughs> I th- I think so. I think you got I, it's loud and clear. So, Mike, like I said earlier, I feel that this is like half a movie. So that if that gives you a hint on my rating, I give it half a rating. So it is two and a half reels for me. Okay. All right. Well, I thought we were going to be the same, but uh, I'm I'm going to give this one a three reels. Three reels. 
You really? Yeah. I just, I like The Matrix. I like, I like a lot of the things that were in this movie. I just, it wasn't quite put together as well. And uh, the action was very lacking in this one. It was, it was more of a story, which is, you know, can be fine, but there, I don't know. It just was lacking that, that excitement of the, the, the other Matrix all right, so the ma- Matrix I. Matrix I. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you, how do you do Matrix plural? Matrices. Oh yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> um. So Mike, make sure and listen to me and Ma Hinshaw after the podcast. She was in studio with me with Lisa live and local. Uh, we have a new kind of ish segment. It's snores from my father now he doesn't call in or anything but we count how many times he falls asleep and that's how many snores the movie gets do you even want do you even want to know what the snores are for this movie from my dad is it like 15 seven he fell asleep seven times and i can confidently say this i was the only one out of my family that went and saw this that did not fall asleep at one point during the movie i looked to the left and I look to the right of me to see who's awake and who's not. Everybody's asleep except for me. All six people, except for me, sound asleep watching this movie. During an action scene. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, it's, uh, that's telling, Matt. That's very it telling. It is. It is. But, you know, I, I like going to the movie, so I'm going to stay awake as much as I can unless I'm just dog, dog tired, you know? So, all right, Mike, next week it's your pick. We're getting back into our rotation. I would say this week's pod, The Matrix, both of us really wanted to see it. So we're going to start off rotation again with you. Uh, You want to watch a little Netflix film starring a little Sandra Bullock? I do. Um, I might regret it because it it looks like it's going to be a lot of drama and it's going to be a tough story that probably only ends sad. But uh, I want to watch The Unforgivable starring Sandra Bullock. Well, this will be fun because my radio co-host, Lisa, has seen this already. She watched it over the Thanksgiving weekend because this movie came out over the Thanksgiving weekend. So we're just playing a little catch-up. But I have had other people ask if we have re- if we have reviewed this movie yet. And no, we have not. So now I'll be able to tell them we are. It's our first one, or second one technically, for the year 2022. So make sure and hit us up next week. For Real Film Nerds, episode number 254. Mike, go ahead. Do your thing. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or Meta, whatever it's called. And, uh, you know, go out there, watch a movie if you can at the theaters. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is the best one. Uh, And... uh, or, you know, stream some stuff. But uh, thanks for listening. Catch us on the next pod. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie. I have them in studio. It's Matt and Ma Henshaw on Magic 99.1. How are we doing, Henshaw family?
Living the dream. Yeah, I can tell. Doing Ma, great. You look like you're chilly. It's cold here, isn't oh, it? Oh, yes, it is. Yes, not this cold in Sierra Vista. No, we don't get down to 14. Yeah, we were in the teens oh. this morning. I know, very mm-hmm. chilly. Well, we're happy that you're here. Happy New Thank Year to you, you both. Happy New Year, Lisa. Thank you. How, how was the boot drop? The boot drop was amazing. Did you not get the four-minute video that I sent I, you? I saw the four-minute video. I did. Oh, I, I did get the four-minute video on your Facebooks. Yeah, and then I sent you a picture of the burrito that I was enjoying on yes. New Year's Day. I was jealous. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm, I'm kicking it off in, uh, in full style. Was it a breakfast burrito? It was not. Just it a regular burrito. It was a chili riano burrito. Ooh. Yeah. So is that your new New Year's tradition? Um, you know, I think it will be from kick here up. on out. Yeah, kick <laughs> off the year with a burrito. Good. I it love was it. pretty darn good. Okay, so let's talk about the movies. You guys saw a bunch over the uh, holiday break, but we're going to talk about one in particular, Matt, which is... The Matrix the Resurrections. Matrix. Yeah. Okay, and... What were your thoughts? It's definitely a movie. Yeah. You didn't like it. <laughs> it it's a movie that didn't need to be made. Uh, and see, they're just trying to make more money, exactly. right? Exactly. The yeah. studio is pushing it. They even have jokes about it in the movie. Yeah. About how they even name dropped their own studio about them <laughs> wanting more money, basically, okay. in the movie. So it's it's interesting. Um, I, I'd say it's half of a movie. Like half, half movie. of it is like really, really good and smart and mm-hmm. interesting and unique. The second half turns into the original Matrix. I'll uh, be honest, uh, not to spoil it, but that's basically what it, it is. is. Yeah, and it's so okay, great. So you remade the Matrix in twenty twenty. One right, lovely, right. And Ma's shaking her head. Yes, you agree, huh? <laughs> well. Ask her how many times she fell asleep watching uh, it. Oh, you okay. fell asleep during the Matrix? I I counted to seven <laughs> times I fell asleep. Seven, seven you sound times. like me. You sound it like was, me. <laughs> well, and I didn't mean to, but right. I did. And it it goes the fight scenes are too long in yeah. my estimation. Okay. They could have cut the fight scenes down, down a wee bit. Okay. Uh, which would make it shorter, which right. maybe oh, oh, this was beautiful. Everyone except Matthew fell asleep Everybody at did. one point <laughs> in the movie. And That's he true. said he looked at and all of us were asleep. My daughter, my son in law. Everybody was asleep. Everybody was asleep. <laughs> you are my kind of people. Oh, I love you. I mean, I love Keanu Reeves. I know. He's a dear and he's did a they, good actor. Did they have him without his shirt on? We all want to know. Was there I any know, nudity, I don't Ma? Think so. You were asleep during that part. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you missed the nudity. He did, he no, 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 I don't remember taking his shirt off. I don't think he took oh. his shirt off. I'm glad off. you were going to okay. ask that because I was just no. about to ask that. Because yeah. that's the most important reason that's why my mom goes to the most important reason to me. Well, of I mean, so. it would be, you know. <laughs> of course, I hear you. No, I didn't. Uh-uh. Okay, okay. You fell asleep seven times. You did not fall mm-hmm. asleep once. I didn't time, fall asleep at all. No. All right. Well, let's talk about reels. How many reels you giving it? Out of five. Out of five. Uh, I'm gracious. Yeah. Uh, I give it two and a half because I, half. I see it as half a movie. Holy smokes. So, okay. Uh, I, You know, it's on HBO Max. Yeah. So if you really want to see it, I mean, it's worth a watch if you like The Matrix because it's an interesting universe. Yeah. So I say watch on HBO Max, but don't waste your money going to the theaters because okay. that's, that's what we did. We went to the theater. Okay. And what about you, Ma? Same? How many cookies? Honestly, Yes. Yes. Two and a half. Two and really, a half. Honestly. I don't think you've ever rated a movie that low, oh, ever. I know. Not I since you've been really. doing this show. I mean, two and a half cookies. Sorry. <laughs> that, 
No, cookies. There. Cookies. <laughs> cookies. All right, coming up on the other side, we have some other movies that the Henshaw well, saw. She saw a bunch, so oh, okay. she well, can we'll talk about them later. We'll be you back with Ma one. Henshaw on Magic 99.1. Oh, Back with Matt and Ma Henshaw on Magic 99.1. We're talking about the movies, and uh, you saw a couple others you wanted to share. You saw Sing, and what did you think? It was Sing 2, and I really, really liked it. I highly recommend it. The kids that were in the movie loved the music, and they just had a blast. And I say... It's better than Encanto, which okay. they're not going to be happy that I said that about Encanto. But I think Sing 2. Take your kids. They'll love it. Okay. How many cookies oh, out of five? I'd say four and a half. Four and a half cookies. Very mm-hmm. good. That's a lot of cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of cookies. And then you also saw The King's Man. Oh, that was great. The first part of it covering World War One was absolutely awesome. And I think it was quite spot on. My grandmother lived in Romania during World War I. And I think they covered it quite well. It was very interesting. Okay. And I think anyone would like it. It was a good story. Yes. And uh, historic on top of it all. Okay. And did your husband go to the King's Man with you? Yes. And how many snores did he give it? I don't think he snored. He didn't snore at no, all? No, I think it's a miracle. I think I he stayed I think, awake. No, I think or he fell he? asleep at least once. Oh, he did? Well, then I missed it. <laughs> I, I think. I, I don't know. I don't remember. Mm. Okay, because we you saw, were sleeping. No, no, I, no. no, we saw so many movies, yeah. it's hard to keep track of that many That's times true. others fall asleep. Right. Well, how many well, cookies are you going to give the King's Man? Oh, hmm. Four. Four. Okay, very good. And are we going to review a movie next week? Uh, if we have to, sure. Sure, why not? This is fun. So let's... <laughs> well, good, Lisa. I'm glad you enjoy it. <laughs> I got nothing else to do but run a radio show and a radio station, but this is fun. So it is not my pick for this week. It was my he co-host always prefaces pick. this when yes. it's a bad movie. It, no, it's not a bad movie. Okay. No. Um, what is it? It's just, it's been out for a while. It came out yeah. right before Thanksgiving. It's okay. the new Sandra Bullock movie. Oh. The Unforgivable. It's currently oh, on Netflix. I already saw it. Did saw you it. already see it? Saw see? It. So you'll be able to talk about yeah, it Yeah, okay. We'll talk about was that. It, was it really good? Week. What am I into here, Lisa? Um, you know, we'll talk after you see the show. Uh-oh. You guys, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for coming all the way from Sierra Vista to be on the radio with me and Matt. Ma, I appreciate you. My pleasure. Yes, Happy New Year, you guys. Happy New Year to you, too. Oh, and check out the podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds, and uh, it's all about Matt's thoughts on movies, and I love it. Yep, exactly.